Hello friend and welcome back to episode number 23, number 23 of my 31 day challenge where every single day I'm answering your questions about creating a career or a business that you love and in today's episode I'm answering the question, can you make money with stock footage? And I mean like some serious money or is it just like chump change? So I'll be diving into that. Uh, if you've got a question, you can ask me on social media. My handle is AlexMakesVR on Instagram and Twitter. If you've got a longer question, then you can ask me at AlexMakesVR at gmail.com. And if you would like to receive a newsletter from me every day. I don't know what this cadence is. Um, every single day I send out a newsletter basically to give you a recap of what I talk about in the episode, but also to let you know the episode's gone live. And if you would like to sign up for that, you can sign up at alexmakesvr.com. So come on, Alex, give us the goss. Give us the goss. Can you make some serious moolah with stock footage? Or is it best to focus on other things? Well, here's the thing, my friend. I want to be totally transparent and say that whilst I've absolutely looked into the stock footage world and I've worked on projects where I've been using stock footage, I have never personally sold any stock footage. I've, I've, I think I've got like one test clip up on, um, up on Blend Media. Um, which is probably the biggest 360 stock site in the world, I think, still. Um, I think it might actually be the only one that's purely dedicated to 360. I could be wrong, though. Um, obviously, the bigger stock sites do now uh, accept 360 images and videos, so that's also a way to kind of, like, look into it. Uh, that's also a way to go, sorry, um, in terms of, like, uploading on lots of different platforms. But... Um, Blend is just the one that I know of and for complete transparency's sake, I am friends with the founder of it. So um, although I will be referencing them, like don't think that I am totally unbiased because I'm not, because <laughs> because how can I be? Because uh, I know the founder. So um, take everything that I'm saying in terms of uh, being specific about platforms, like with a, with a grain of salt, do your uh, grain of salt? pinch salt, that's the one. Um, do your own research, look at the different platforms, look at the popularity of, of clips and that kind of thing. But in general, what is my vibe and, and what, what is kind of realistic in terms of making money from stock footage? The answer is, I think you can make a fucking shit ton of why did I censor fucking if I was gonna then just say shit ton my brain sometimes um you can make a shit ton of money from stock footage if you get the right I mean it totally depends and this is the the slight downside with stock footage because ultimately you put it up obviously and then you're essentially competing against everyone else's footage on that platform so it's not guaranteed but when you do land a whale uh they can be very very lucrative i'm talking like thousands um i know was it i'm trying to think if it was um i feel like it was a friend of mine actually a couple of years ago or maybe a year ago ended up licensing i think it was one video clip and three 360 photos but i think it was like five grand 
and it was like a license for it was like a big brand I can't remember who it was actually but it was like a big known brand and they just wanted to use it on like an advertising campaign for Facebook or something like that so there is absolutely money to be made with stock footage and I would say the cleverest thing you can do and I wish that I'd actually put some time into doing this because I didn't um which was stupid of me because it was very short-sighted but the best thing you can do is if you're shooting content anyway, if you're going out there and you're, you know, you're you're doing a shoot on site, I don't know, on a football pitch, uh, if you've got permission to be on that site and if you've got like a location release form signed uh, anyway because of the project you're doing, see if you, you can like take a few extra shots. Like obviously anything that you shoot or anything you kind of create for a client you can't use because obviously your 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 contract or the the expectation even if you don't have a contract with your client is that you are creating that content for them it is theirs and you can use it you know if you've agreed to be able to use it in your marketing material but you couldn't then go and resell that footage or that film that you've made for that client um so it's the same so it's the same deal for stock you can't just like upload stuff that you've done for a client to a stock side but what you could do is say for example you're on a football pitch you're doing like a little um 360 film for a football club maybe you also then see if it would be okay to get some other shots that are specifically for your own purposes which you will be kind of exploiting commercially which is one of the obviously the downsides of of stock is you do have to have the correct commission uh, the correct permissions in place um but that would be an amazing opportunity because then you've just done a client project where you're being paid to do the little 360 film anyway and then whilst you were there it's not really that much skin off your nose to go and get a few extra shots of the football pitch and you could upload them to uh, like a stock site and end up making passive income from them because essentially they you know people can just buy them and they will just exist there forever. And by taking that extra hour or two to work on those shots um, that day, they could potentially go on to create cash flow for you for years to come. So I definitely think there's a lot of value in stock to be to, to, I have to be really careful with, um, (laughs) I have to be really careful with what I'm kind of of advising because I am totally biased because I have had a recent conversation with my friend who owns Blend Media recently. So I do have a little bit of insight. So I will give you a slight nudge in the direction you should be going if you are considering stock, but I'm not sure to what extent. In fact, I did say to him that I wanted to do an episode interviewing him for the podcast uh, in a few weeks time. So definitely if you'd be interested in that let me know because I will definitely then commit him to that and get him on the podcast to talk about extensively and then then it's like it's less likely to be me thinking am I allowed to say that but generally speaking I remember when I first um when I first started looking at the stock world uh, the biggest tip that um that he gave me was there's like a filter that you can use on stock sites, not just Blend, but also uh, Getty and the other ones. (laughs) And there's a filter that allows you to look at what's most popular. Um, So for example, if you put in, I don't know, let's say, let's use the football pitch analogy. So you could go on to Getty or Blend, you could search football 
and then you could change the search preferences to be like look at the most popular and you can see which clips and which photos are selling the best and then essentially you know oh okay so footage and this could be just like general flat footage which obviously you could then repurpose and kind of like recreate in 360 and so let's say oh so the photographs that work really well are of like action shots of like generic footballers like in generic kit that's so important to remember if you're creating stock footage you can't have any brands anywhere in any of your footage you can't if you're doing um video you have to get rid of the tripod same with photos obviously it needs to be super high quality uh, obviously uh, all of these things to keep in mind you have to if you've got people in shot you have to have them act you have to have them released you know you have to have like a release form that says that they've given you permission to exploit that that uh, shot commercially so there are all these things to consider uh, and you can find out more about that i'm fairly certain blend did a blog about that recently um so definitely go check that out or I'm sure like they, they will be happy to kind of answer any questions over email as well. Um, and again, have to be totally transparent and say that I am 100% biased towards Blend just purely because of my affiliation with the founder. So, you know, also if you wanted to do the same for Getty, I'm not suggesting, you know, you go and do your own. I'm trying to be very careful with this episode. Um, hashtag not sponsored. Um, <laughs> although Damien, if you're listening and you fancy, uh, you know, let's talk. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so you, you look at the most popular and you go, okay, I'm going to recreate that shot and I'm going to do five different variations. I'm going to have, you know, someone tackling, I'm going to have someone scoring goal and like cheering. I'm going to have someone like missing the goal and boo <laughs> I'm gonna have like a moving camera shot like I'm gonna have a slow-mo shot I'm gonna have a hyperlapse shot you know maybe like do lots of varieties of those kind of most popular posts so that's a really good tip um the biggest uh places that you will see trends in terms of like what is the kind of stuff that people want to see well that is a bigger question about what 360 is predominantly good for in terms of the consumer space in terms of the advertising space and generally speaking the the biggest kind of focus for 360 stock content is probably going to be travel related it's going to be you know exotic places or just just stuff that is like travel is is you know is it cityscapes is it beaches or is it somewhere like top of the mountain um it's that kind of stuff now don't get me wrong like uh, one of blends um campaigns that they did a couple of years ago was with chick-fil-a uh, and if you've not seen the video that they did with 360 stock footage, it's amazing. It's so good. They basically took like loads of different stock footage from Blend's site and then they like computer generated these cows into like each of the scenes and like they were doing various bits and bobs in the scenes like say one of them they were just like grazing in a field one of them they were like skydiving one of them they were skiing so action sports is what I'm kind of hinting at there is like it's things like action sports and outdoorsiness like there's so much cool stuff that can be done with stock footage so keep it like do some stuff with some people in shot if that's what's showing up as most popular but also have like some like plain kind of scenes which other people can then put their own stuff into the scene on so yeah that chick-fil-a commercial is absolutely amazing so go and look that up if you've not seen it because it's really good use of 360 um 
but yeah I think I think so so travel related stuff like animals um like families is probably a really good one like I I always joke with my sister-in-law that we need to get my uh we need my nephew is oh my goodness he is he make as someone who is very committed to my career right now and not necessarily looking to have kids like he does make me broody because he is just the most stunning little boy you've ever seen like just beautiful symmetrical face curly blonde locks like just oh he's just like textbook you know just like and there's probably something to be said for why that is the textbook um look and that could go down a deep rabbit hole about (laughs) beauty standards in the advertising industry but we're not going to go there I'm going to resist but I do say to my sister-in-law all the time we need to get 360 camera on that kid and just let him play like around we would have to like obviously be really careful about any branding that he was wearing and also branding of the toys in in the kind of vicinity um but he oh my I'm sure he's like a gold mine waiting to happen Uh, but and again I would need, if I was to do that, just to give you an example, what I would probably do is I would say, right, sister-in-law, we're going to have, we're going to do two hours and we're going to get my little nephew to do, you know, 10 different things if he will obey, (laughs) which is unlikely knowing him. Um, We're going to have him in seven different kinds of outfits. We're going to get some of him indoor and outdoor. We're going to have him playing. We're going to have him laughing. We're also going to maybe try and like get him when he's a bit more thoughtful, when he's sleeping, maybe. We're going to get maybe... um, uh, some close, closer shots. We're going to have some further away. We're going to do a combination of photos and video. And I would, even though she's my sister-in-law, I would have to get her to sign a location release form for wherever we are. So it would all be at their, at my brother and sister-in-law's house. So I'd get them to sign a release form for that address. I would get her to sign a release form on behalf of my nephew, because he's not um, old enough to agree to that. Um, and obviously I would agree with her like what percentage she would want to be paid because obviously that would be something I would offer her naturally because she's family. But potentially, I mean, it's difficult to to know how to go about it with, with people that are just in shot um, uh, if you don't know them uh, or if it's someone's location that you're using. I I would tr- you've got to be as transparent as possible about the fact that you are going to try and sell that footage but try if you can f- to get it for free if you can't get it for free suggest you pay them just a one-off fee because the chances are if you've or maybe even just try and like do some percentage splits to begin with see what kind of stock footage works and then going forward just pay people a day right like for example if you're getting models in to um you know let's say you're setting up a ca- a, a coffee shop scene and you're hiring models or actors for the day to come in and like you know do various roles um and got lo- get lots of different footage ideally you want to pay them a day rate um because that investment for let's say you pay each of them 300 quid a day um so you have four let's say that's 1200 quid plus you pay 200 quid for the cafe for you know for the day which is unrealistic but let's go with it for the analogy so let's say that's let's just round it up to 1500 quid that you've spent on on hiring everything doing it but you could make that back on one licensing deal you know, you could make that back very, very quickly. And that footage is now going to like last 
for a long, long time. And if you filmed it in 8K and it's super, like, it's beautiful, it's crystal clear, it's great. Because um, that's one thing you've got to remember is you've got to future-proof your content because 360 keeps evolving and now 4K is definitely not good enough. 8K is the standard. So you get a good couple of, if not a few years worth of, like, money coming from those footage. And again... Again, I don't know about the biggest stock sites, but Blend are super open to have these conversations with you as a creator. If you want to go to them and say, hey, I want to do this kind of thing. I live here. These are the things I have um, around me. Is this the kind of footage you're looking for? They will be super happy to have that conversation with you because they are super creator friendly. And, you know, the way that it works is they take a percentage. I think it's like they take a minimal percent, like 30%, I think, and you get 70% of the royalties. Um, I'm not sure what the split is on Getty and some of the other stock sites, but I have a feeling it's a bit less than that. Um, what I'm saying is it's a very worthwhile avenue to explore. Uh, when it comes to permissions and things when you're on like a public site, I don't think you have to get permission. Um, I could be wrong. It depends on who owns the land. So if, say, for example, you're like a really famous tourist site, like, this is a great example. For example, the Eiffel Tower, how strange is this? In the day, it's not copyrighted. So you can take as much footage and as much photos and videos as you want of the Eiffel Tower and exploit that for commercial gain, as I understand it. But as soon as it turns night, you can't because the lighting on the Eiffel Tower is copyrighted. And so now you would have to get the permission of the... I have no idea who that would even be, but I guess the tourism people that run the Eiffel Tower, you would have to get their permission and the permission of the light designer in order to then exploit that commercially, which you wouldn't do. So um, how interesting is that? And again, I don't want to go too super into the weeds, but there's like various levels of licensing. Um, and I think generally, I can't remember the difference, but I'm fairly certain it's like editorial and... Maybe it's called commercial, but basically there's a difference in price in terms of what you get paid for stock footage, depending on who's buying it for what reason. So for editorial, so that might be, for example, I might write an article about why going to the gym first thing in the morning is good for your mental health. <laughs> and... I might license your stock footage, like I might license your 360 photo um, just to like go as like the kind of like piece that I would use to like have at the top of the article or something on the Facebook post to draw people in. So that would be, that's, I believe that's editorial. So I'm not going to get your, you as the creator are not going to get a massive amount of money for that. I think it will be like in the hundreds um, if that, um, I think it's a hundred though. I think it's at least 100 and then it just like goes up. But anyway, so you would get that because that's editorial. I'm not selling anything. The second someone wants to sell something with your stock footage, so in the Chick-fil-A example, they're obviously using that as part of an advertising campaign. As soon as someone wants to sell anything and they want to use your stuff, that's when you start to get the serious cash moolah. And in order to get that serious cash moolah, in order to create the kind of stock footage that can be used for advertising sakes, you have to get the permissions in place. You have to really cover your ass on those things and not have brands in shot and all that kind of good stuff. So 
Those are my thoughts on stock footage. Definitely worthwhile looking at, especially if you're the kind of person that lives in quite an interesting place or tends to do shoots with interesting um, thing, different kind of things anyway, like action sports, travel, um, working with animals, like anything, anything of that sort, I think would probably be really, really great. Um, and again, I'm totally biased, but Blender great. Reach out to them. They will be very happy to have a conversation with you. Um, and I will do an episode of the podcast uh, in future with Damien, one of the founders of Blend Media. So I hope that uh, gives you a bit of an insight into the stock footage world and whether you can get cash and money, honey. <laughs> and the answer is yes, if you do it correctly. So uh, I hope that helps. If you've got a question for future episodes, it might be a follow up to this or it might be a brand new question. You can ask me on social media. Alex makes VR is my handle. Um, if you've got a longer question that you would like to ask, ask uh you can uh, send me an email alexmakesvr at gmail.com and if you want to sign up for the daily newsletter to be reminded when these episodes go live you can sign up at alexmakesvr.com that's it from me have a great day wherever you are in the world and i will speak to you tomorrow <laughs>